Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Husband! Wife! Do you know what today is? Today's Q&A. 
Q&A Saturday. I knew that was coming. Yeah. I know. It's it's a thing now. It's a thing now. Apparently. It, uh, very apparent. <laughs> so I thought we would do a cue about Abishag. 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 Do you know? Do I you don't remember her? exactly. I mean, I will as soon as you say it. Okay, so I, you know how David was old. Yes, I know and, how David was old. And so they oh, Abish- it, that was the girl that they brought the girl, to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, the virgin, okay. the beautiful right. virgin. Right. Yeah. No, I yeah. got it. I got it now. Yeah. I okay. thought we would ask some questions about her. Okay. And then answer some questions about her. Yeah. And then I also thought we would talk a little bit more about Bathsheba. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sounds and good. The two topics are actually related. Got it. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's get into this Q and A. Cool. 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 Hey, wife, do you like coffee in the morning? I sure do, husband. Morning, noon, night. Which reminds me, I need to add that to our grocery list because we're running low. Wait, before you do that, check out the website ungodlybrew.com where you can purchase a pound of your favorite flavor of coffee. What if I want more than one pound? Either order a larger amount or better yet, get 10% off by setting up a subscription for every two weeks or a month or whatever works for you. Did you set up something special for our listeners? You know I did. Exclusive for our listeners, get an additional 10% off subscriptions by entering the code SACRILEGIOUSCOFFEE at checkout. That's a hellishly good deal. Ungodly Brew is hellishly good coffee. Well, okay, so in my excitement to sing the jingle, yeah. I forgot to mention what chapters this is covering. Oh, yeah. And it's uh, First Kings chapters 1 through 5. I think anybody paying attention, it was probably pretty easy, but hey, we got to stick to our things, you know? Our things. Got to do our things. Yeah, I mean, what if you label this episode wrong and you've done that before? Right, and then somebody be like, wait, no, that said 1 through 5, not 20, God damn you. 27 through 95. What the fuck? Jesus. Stupid. What's wrong with him? So dumb. Yeah. Get your shit together, people. <laughs> so, Abishag. Let's talk about her name, for one thing. Abishag? Abishag. Okay. Um, it's kind of an odd name to us, but that doesn't mean anything because, you know, yeah. these aren't in our regular vernacular. Right. So. When it comes to the Bible, nothing means anything. Right, right. So, but there is meaning in her name, although it's unclear which of these um, uh, combinations of words... Is is what it translates to. Okay. It could mean ignorance of the father or father's ignorance. Okay. Or father of wandering or wandering father. Got it. And then I made sure to type LOLOL <laughs> in my notes. So, but regardless of which of those it translates to, her name hints at a dubious parentage. Got it. Which is how she would end up um, at the whim of the state. Got it. Okay. So, um, the fact that David did not make Abishag his legal wife Mm -hmm. is explained as due to his refusal to exceed the traditional number of wives that kings were allowed, which Which was 18. 18. So, apparently, according to that, he had 18 wives. Uh, Apparently. So, because he couldn't exceed it, so therefore... I thought, to be perfectly honest with you, I thought he had way more than that. Well, okay. I dug that up, like, in the recesses of uh, the interwebs. Sure. Like, the deep, dark back closet. I'll probably never be able to find it again. Right, right. Um, Most people argue over whether or not she was his wife or his concubine. Like, there's a lot of arguments both ways. Okay. Um, But... 
it seems to lean towards actually that she's she was his wife. Even though they never got it on. Correct. Okay. Correct. And I'll get to that in a minute. All right. You knew I would. Yeah. So, um, that the fact that she was likely his wife, in spite of what I just said about the number of wives and that right. maybe she wasn't. Yep. Um, the fact that she was his wife kind of gets into why when Adoniah was like, I want her, why that was such an insult. Right, right. Because... She either would have lived the rest of her life as a widow. Okay. Or as the conquering king's wife or concubine. Sure. So either a widow or Solomon's person. Right. In, yeah. in his entourage. Right. Or harem or whatever. Yeah. So um, I just thought that was interesting because there is so much contention. Like Christians arguing back and forth among themselves and scholars offering evidence both ways, whether from history or from how they interpret the words actually written in the Bible. I find it I find it intriguingly um, uh, weird, actually, that so many people ascribe so much power and meaning to the Bible when really because of translations, time, and what have you, even the best of... Um, best of, of of entries in there are riddled with errors and and questions, and questions we're because, just left with so many questions yeah like they the the claim is that it's the word of god and stuff and like well no it's it's just not like right. at this Obviously. point it's literally been interpreted i think i saw somewhere like overall it's been interpreted over 14,000 times i and don't even find you know, that I, slightly unbelievable and if if that is actually factually the case then how are you supposed to believe anything in there? Right. Like, it's all just garbled shit at this point. Right. That's been refed through so many filters that it, it doesn't hold anything from the original text. So what? why why would you claim that that is your proof of God? Right. Or the word of God or anything? Right. You know, like, it just doesn't, doesn't mean anything at this point. As far as legitimate claims to God. You know what I mean? Yep. So... I, I don't know. I just had to get that off my chest. Sorry. No, I'm totally there with you. Um, in spite of the controversy back and forth as to whether or not she was his wife or his concubine, a lot of scholars believe that he that she was made his wife because the quote warm his bed. Yeah. Is usually meant to indicate matrimony. Got it. Okay. Because I didn't know that only a wife or a concubine could occupy his bed okay but to warm his bed is yeah. usually words that were lent to a wife got it so okay so we we should based on that and based on um when adonaya wants to take her yeah and i'm gonna get into some of that in a bit yeah um that tends makes me tend to believe that she was his wife okay all okay? right yep um now, I'm going to get into a couple of words here that may or may not strike you, but they may come off a little bit off topic. Okay. So, just bear with me. Sure. Okay. So, there's a word, bogeret. Bogeret. B-O-G-E-R-E-T. Okay. Which means adult daughter, and it's one who has reached the age of 12 and a half years and a day. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So at 12 and a half years plus one day, you're an adult. Okay. Okay. I, I disagree, but okay. I mean, no, so do I. So do I. 
Okay, the Hebrew word used to describe Abishag's age is na'ara, which is the word that refers to girls who are no older than 12 and a half years old. Okay. So she was somewhere between 12 and 12 and a half. Got it. Wow. Um, prepubescent child is, right. is what they're referred to. Yeah. Is what that word means. Okay. And then... Um, so during that time, she was an adult, but not allowed to um, go off with people. Got it. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this 70-year-old motherfucking man married a 12-year-old child. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's so gross. whether or not she was a wife or a concubine, whether the relationship was consummated. Does it even fucking matter? He, Solomon, or I, I wrote Solomon, but I meant David had a child climbing around naked in his bed. Right. That's disgusting. Right. Now, let's move on to the fact that um, he, the quote, I think, was he knew her not. Okay. And that meant that they didn't do it. They right. didn't have the sexes. Right, right. And... There is also a lot of question about whether that or not that is true. Really? Right. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Most scholars, however, um, believe that no, they did not have sex and that that was written in because it was not a statement of his chastity, like what we thought, like, oh, David was pure, even, you know, he was... So- I didn't think that. I thought he had erectile dysfunction, remember? He... He exactly (laughs) had that. He exactly had that. It was to show readers exactly how old and feeble he actually was. Yeah. Because a man's power is closely linked to his virility. Ah. And so, by tradition, the well-being of the country depended entirely upon the physical capability of its monarch. So, let me get this straight. I just want to clarify what I understand to be true here. Mm -hmm. They're talking about a 12 to 12 and a half year old girl Mm -hmm. who married a 70 year old man who has erectile dysfunction Mm -hmm. and um, he only didn't have sex with her um, to... Because Because he couldn't. He wasn't able. And they wrote that into the Bible Mm -hmm. to prove that he wasn't strong enough to lead Israel. Yeah. Not that it was a bad thing that right. he married the 12-year-old, right. but that he couldn't have sex was a bad thing. Well, this is one of the many cases that um, a lot of Republican Christians use mm-hmm. as to allow for children to be married away. Wow. Because there are still a handful of states where child marriages are legal. Yeah. And... You do not need a parent's consent in most of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so there are some, you know, like in the case of um, religious um, places. Yeah. Like uh, communes or whatever they're called. Right. Um, don't need parents' permission in a lot of those. They just marry their daughters off. Yeah. Um, in the case of a child being raped, will often be married off to a rapist. Right. So this is the case one of the cases for that when they are searching for a way to justify that disgusting pedophilia i think we need to to cover at some point we need to do like a either a special episode or a patreon episode about like some of the backward ass christian laws that are in this country because Mm -hmm. some of them are absolutely disgusting Mm -hmm. and and wrong and and, like, how did we even let them put these things on the book? And who fucking wrote the... Like, I just... I don't understand how you can write this stuff or think this stuff or say this stuff and think it's okay in any way whatsoever at, at any time in the last 
at least thousand years. <laughs> you have I mean, I'm just saying, you know, so like, much um, love and hope for mankind. That's cute. No, I, I don't. I just, I don't, I can't fathom right. what goes through people's fucking heads. That's all. Right. I right. don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. Well, the whole forced birth thing with the um, fall of Roe v. Wade yeah. um, is headed toward wanting to allow children to be married off. Right. So that disgusting men can have sex with young girls. Sure. And have it be okay. Yeah. It's it's basically trying to justify what they're doing in the dark and make it acceptable in the light. Right. And it's gross. So Solomon's hold on the throne was not initially strong enough for him to kill the very popular Adonijah. We did not really get that. Um, yeah, I didn't either. When we were reading it. But apparently, Adoniah was very popular. Okay. And since he was the older brother, but by a concubine, not a wife, mm. um, he was popular and the older brother, so he was expecting for himself that he was going to be king. Got it. So okay. that's why he... Just went ahead and claimed it. Just went ahead and claimed it. Right. Because... That would be easier than, you know, trying to work things out. Yeah, let's skip the fucking paperwork and I'll just go ahead and be king. Right. So the fact that he was popular made it to where when Solomon became king, um, he had to let his half-brother live. Remember, he was like, just behave the rest of your days and I'm not going to come after you. Yeah. Um, But he knew that that was not going to work. So he had to have a really solid reason to have him executed. Sure. So he okay. set up a rule right off the bat and Well, I'm headed there. Yeah. I'm headed there. It is extremely unbelievable that I and approached Bathsheba with a request to help him get Abishag as his wife. Ah. Which remember we said at the time like why the fuck would he ask her? <laughs> right. And why the fuck would she then be like So they cool, can cool, cool. So you're saying they can cock to the story then? I'm saying that it, it is likely. I don't know for a fact. I wasn't there. It would make sense that they concocted the story. It would make more sense than the fact that Adoniah was just like, hey, hey, um, Bathsheba. I want to challenge the king and marry that, that girl right. over there. Right, which um, what I had said at the time um, was that if he did that, that would give him further claim to the throne. Right. Because um, the person who fucked with the previous leader's uh, concubines and wives, his mm-hmm. harem, yeah. um, that lent him power because, you know, virility and sex and right, wiener, right. Yeah. wiener pride. So um, it's very much more likely that um, Bathsheba made this story up and told her son and told it publicly Okay. so that... Um, he would have a solid reason, Solomon would have a solid reason. Sure. To then just execute him. No trial, no hearing, no nothing. Just yeah. get him gone, call it done. Okay. All and right. that makes a lot of sense. I really like that theory because we questioned it at the time. Yeah. And we're not even scholars. We're dum-dums. Right, right. So yeah. that makes sense to me. What do you think? I think, yeah, that sounds legit. I mean, that sounds, that Court sounds like intrigue. possible... You know, reasoning and and the way it went down kind of sound like it almost sounds like her and uh, was it Nathan? I think mm-hmm. it sounds like they might have conspired to 
make this happen. Yeah. Because they did plan. They did They plan. planned how they were going to do it. So yeah. in the fact that they were already planning and scheming right. how to present this. To David before would David make died. a lot of sense that maybe they were planning and scheming the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. I tend to think that. So. Um, another thing is that uh, when Bathsheba um, went to the the castle or what the fuck ever to sure. hump David. Yeah. 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 Um, when that happened, so remember at the time, I was like, that's gross. She didn't have a choice. She was, you yeah. know, taken and it was probably rape. Right. Well, there is some question about that. She might have actually gone willingly because um, the the fact that there would have been so many people knowing that she went back and forth yeah. through the castle. Um, it wasn't going to be a private affair. So when she got pregnant, like, everybody was going to know that it wasn't Uriah or what the fuck ever's child. Yeah, fair enough. So that doesn't necessarily mean that that she went willingly. But she might have been okay with it as an opportunist. Because if you look at her in the light of trying to make sure her son gets on the crown or gets on the throne. Yeah. And helping him maintain that power. Sure. She's very wily. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, it put her and her son in a very good position. What well, made so. her the queen mother. Yeah. And apparently, um, we haven't Which read I don't that quite understand exactly, because he had multiple wives before he came across Bathsheba. Mm-hmm. So, like, how did her son end up being the second oldest? Because he had multiple lives. And, like, they I announced... I have no the, idea. Like, I don't... That that makes no sense to me in the timeline of things, so... Yeah, I have no idea how that works out. And I didn't think but, to ask that until just now, because, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'd have to, like, my head. see a chart, but... Yeah. Um, but Bathsheba wasn't a concubine. She was a wife. Right, but he... Remember, they, they listed off all those wives that he married, like, boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. And, and they had children. Like, they said they had children. So, like, right. I'm like, what happened to all them? I have no idea. Okay. I really couldn't tell you. I mean, they might have um, stayed with their moms in the other countries that they came from because a lot of them were political marriages. Got it. So, I I don't know. Yeah, whatever. But be that as it may, she did become um, the queen mother and as such had great power. And she was the first monarch or the first woman to assume that role. Of right. Queen Mother, because, you know, this kingdom thing is still early yeah, stages. Yeah, right. So that's very interesting. Yeah. Um, a couple more things. Uh, the story of Bathsheba was edited by court storytellers during the reign of her son, Solomon. Interesting. So as they started telling the story of this... So to, they, they made the history of Bathsheba. They were... The the story was doubtless influenced by Bathsheba and her son. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> so, interesting. Um, we, we know only what they wanted us to know. Right. And also what they were forced to acknowledge because it was already public knowledge. So what I'm gathering here is that she was kind of ruthless. That is my impression. And I didn't want to think of her that way because to me, she was a victim. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and, and I think that could still be the case just being a woman in those times. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, now here's the other side of it. Like they could have, maybe she's not ruthless. Maybe somebody uses her to be ruthless. The way somebody used Abishag. Right. Right. Yeah. So. 
So I don't know that that that's also a possibility. Right. Because Nathan wasn't invited to the True. thing either, so maybe Nathan was using Bathsheba to right. influence David to get you know Solomon, Solomon on, on there the and then make things the way he wanted them to be. Right. right. He also had two sons that ended up being trusted advisors for. Um, Solomon once he made that is true that is true so Nathan ended up in a pretty light also right yeah so that's interesting yeah so I mean just my two cents there yeah I mean I don't know I I think that any woman living during that time was a victim but I also think that some had better chance to be opportunistic than others and Bathsheba definitely ended up at the top of the heap right right so yeah my feelings on her are a bit more ambiguous and gray. Right. I gotcha. So that's all I had for today. Okay. Well, any- that, was, that was a good... I, I don't think I have anything much to add. It was... Um, we covered some stuff that makes a little bit more sense now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the Bible... Is gross. Is gross, yeah. I mean, I think that says it all. Right. The yeah. Bible is gross, guys. I just... I I still so I, I okay we were talking earlier sorry just one one last thing here <laughs> we were talking earlier how the story of David and Ab, 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 Abishag Abishag yeah that one um, we were talking how that people use that to justify um, weddings of young girls mm-hmm. even in the United States right yes um, I I find it really really odd that we take a story any story from the Old Testament to justify anything about fucking marriage when these people married so many goddamn people. Right. And, like, there was no rules defined for marriage at this time other than if you were, like, the shoe-giving thing. Like, there's there's some really weird traditions at this point. Weird in our eyes. Yeah, but there is certainly no one man, one woman... There, right. It, it, there's no defined role for what marriage looks like right. in the time of the Israelites. Right. I just, I find it odd that these things are still used to justify those types of things. I find, I find it odd that the Old Testament is used to justify any motherfucking thing. True. It's, it's so archaic and stupid. Right. I just don't understand why. It makes so. no fucking sense. It really doesn't. Okay, that's it. I'm rant done. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that was our Q&A for today, and uh, tomorrow we will be back with... Sacrilegious Book Club, <laughs> and then also the um, weekly replay. Yeah, we'll be back with those. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end? But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? 
head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.